You're listening to Studio Plus. So now, Ningjing, we have a very delicate、uh, issue that we need to discuss now. Yes,、mm. that is the safety orders to protect the domestic violence victims.、Mm. Chinese courts have issued 3,718 personal safety protection orders as of 2018, since the country's domestic violence law went into effect in March 2016. Citing figures from the Supreme People's Court, China. China Women's News reported that as of the end of 2018, courts across the country have reviewed 5,860 domestic violence cases involving the application for a safety order. According to the law, victims or those in danger of domestic violence can file for a personal safety protection order, which restricts the perpetrators from harming, harassing, or stalking them. Of course, victims' close relatives are also protected under this order. And for those who are unable to apply for a safety order due to personal reasons, the order can be applied by the local police departments, women's federations at local communities, or family members on the victim's behalf. To ensure law enforcement, any abuser who violates the protective order will be punished. And, you know, domestic、uh, violence is a is a really heavy topic, and it I feel like it encompasses a lot of different.、Um, Uh, facets, I guess you could say,、um, because the, of course there's the, you know, the physical harm where you it's noticeable and you can see, you know, bruising and damage, but then there's also verbal abuse, which is something that I think isn't really discussed enough. And then, you, of course, you have the emotional aspect, and and I would imagine that all of these are are related, but they're they're under different categories because you can emotionally abuse someone as well. And then, of course, there's the economical, which is a little bit invisible, where it's where one partner would, you know, eliminate the other partner's、uh, ability to well support themselves or to you know access to funds and money. And then, of course, there's you know religion, and then there's of course there's the sexual. Um, you know, of violence as well. So it just there's just so many things、um, that can happen, and I, I find that it's it's really difficult because it's still one of the the biggest crimes that are underreported. You know, as opposed to to other、uh, crimes, and、uh, a lot of people、um, have this notion that it's、uh, it's really a family matter, and、um, that could have something to do with the、uh, the courts and the laws in you know in in really all countries. It's not something that's very linear. Um, it, there are there is a process, but sometimes it's、um, it's a bit nebulous, and a lot of people are not really familiar with what they would have to do or what they should do. And、um, once you take that step, and and a lot of times it's someone, it's a loved one or a family member. Do you really want to report this person to the police? So I think it's a it's a big hurdle for for anyone to you know step into this realm of reporting and getting you know personal safety orders or you know in the states we would call them、um, you know restraining orders these、okay. types of things. So it's just it's definitely a、uh, it's a big deal, and I feel that you know a lot of people are. I feel like almost people like are not just not aware of what to do, you know, and in these situations. And some people may not even be aware that it's actual、uh, abuse. They may think that it's just something that's normal. 
Yeah, that's right. I think you've mentioned a few points. That's exactly what's happening in China. And uh, also some lawyers have been saying that quite few areas that need to be improved for the overall protection mm. of the victims of domestic violence. One thing that they've mentioned is the overall number of personal safety protection orders issued so far is relatively small. Mm. Given the size of the Chinese population, there should be more of such orders being issued because according to the figures from all Chinese Women's Federation, China has 270 million families and domestic violence cases happen among a quarter of these families. Mm. So if you calculate it that way, then 3,000 something is really not a very big figure there. Right, right. And also there's this um, social notion about it that's similar to the West. It's a family matter. Even some law enforcement staff would hold this kind of notion. This is a family matter. A lawyer, a Beijing lawyer, Liu Xiaoquan, uh, also points out the society's awareness and understanding of domestic violence still needs enhancement. On the part of the domestic violence victims, they feel ashamed of letting other people know that they've been, you know, they've been abused. And then there's the family pressure. Even the victim's parents and family would give pressure to this victim because um, it's like it's a stigma that their daughter or, you know, whoever the victim is might want to seek a divorce or anything like that. They also worry about the financial status of this victim once there's divorce involved then whether this this woman can support herself and if children are involved then it's getting more complicated i agree and i think that's definitely one of the reasons why I, it's very important for uh, at this stage of uh well humanity that everyone must go be able to take care of themselves and i i feel like at one time um, traditionally, you know, it, that was the, the male uh, responsibility to take care of the family. But unfortunately, you have these kinds of situations that occur. And, you know, when one is not able to take care of themselves, it's like they, again, that is one of those reasons which makes them reluctant to leave because they don't think that they'll be able to stand up on their own. They need this person, so they have to endure a lot of the abuse. So it's, um, I mean, I don't, I don't have children yet, but uh, when I do, and if I have a daughter, I'll have to make sure that she is able to uh, be independent. And I think that's, you know, with my sisters and all the women in my life, you know, that's one thing that was kind of drilled was that, you know, you will go to school and you will make sure that you can take care of yourself because it's, and even then it's not, it's not, it's no way to escape um, domestic violence. I mean, these things do happen whether you're independent or not, but it's one less factor that will make you reluctant to to take action. And, um, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's really a, a tough situation, you know, for a couple of reasons. And one of some of the, the reasons you've mentioned already, but one is just it creates this, um, this intergenerational uh, cycle of abuse where people just, you know, it happened to me as a kid, you know, my, my mother or my father beat me and did this. So this must be normal. This is the way that it is. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it um, it breeds more violence to, you know, it keeps, it, it, I guess it just goes on from generation to generation because people just feel like this is the way it's done. You know, it's just, just you know, family conflicts and, you know, sometimes it gets out of control, but this is normal. 
And uh, so that that's definitely one aspect of why this is so difficult to detect and probably why it's difficult or it doesn't get reported as much as it should, because, again, it's considered normal. And a lot of the victims of domestic violence may, you know, are feel you know they're trapped they're trapped in these situations and they sometimes their partners um because of you know power and control they isolate their partners from their families and so when this person does need help they feel like they have no one to go to because i mean if i was in a bad situation and i would complain to my family my family would immediately just tell me to get out of that situation straightforward but you know, sometimes, you know, it's uh, it's a bit easier uh, said than done. And, you know, so sometimes people just kind of pull away from friends and family that will give them this really direct and abrupt advice because they feel like they're unable to do it. And those people will continue to judge them. So they just distance themselves. And then there's this traumatic bonding to the abuser this kind of the situation kind of happens as well. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's almost like they receive this abuse as love which is also another, um, which contributes to, I would say, this this cycle where it's funny that some people actually look for abusive partners because their parents were abusive. So when they get older and they, they, you know, they start to find it, look for a partner, they will find someone who has similar traits as their parents. And this is a, it's like a strange way of showing love that this is how people receive this type of treatment. So there's just, you know, a, a lot of things that are just that this um, type of um, behavior starts in people. And it's um, definitely something that needs to be reckoned with. And I think that this type of uh, announcement and these types of laws that come into play shine a lot of light on what it is and that it's not okay and that it's wrong and that it needs to be addressed. Yes, and some women have this kind of vain notion that they think this time I forgive you and then maybe you will change. I think for some abusers, they don't change. If it happens once, then they could be the second time, the third time. So I think women, maybe not just the women, any victim should mm. have this kind of awareness of what domestic violence is. And then once they see it, they need to know the way to seek help. Some women in China just don't know who to turn to to seek help. For example, they don't even know there's such thing as domestic violence, and they don't know there is some department that they can actually turn to for help. Mm -hmm. For example, they don't know that maybe the village committees can handle such issues, and they might not be able to, um, to find somebody who can stand up on their behalf. First of all, you need to let the outside world know within your household, domestic violence uh, has happened. Absolutely. Uh, so that, that is uh, one thing. And then there's the other issue that's been pointed out by some lawyers and they say some grassroots level law enforcement staff don't even know exactly what constitutes domestic violence. They also have this kind of issue. Like if they don't see clear evidence, then probably they don't treat it as a kind of domestic violence case. And that is also a problem. And that's the point that I wanted to make. It's similar in the States. If you do not, as a victim, if you, if you are unable to leave a paper trail, which means, um, you know, filing a police report, um, you know, calling 911 and making a report, if there's nothing on file of you um, being abused or there being any uh, incidents, then it didn't happen. 
And that's really where I think a lot of uh, victims fall short is um, no one really wants to take it to the police because they think that, you know, again, it's um, incriminating their partner. They feel responsible for, you know, incriminating their partner when really it's the partner who's doing the crime. But it's um, it's, you know, where a lot of people fall short. And and that's definitely something that needs to be um, well. People need to be educated that it's definitely that's the first step. Otherwise, if you know, you can't really it's difficult to get a restraining order. It's difficult to do a lot of things if there's no uh, record. Yes. And it's difficult to collect all those evidence and records. Mm. Of course, you have ways to do that. But then that's only after you've got the information about how to collect the evidence and how to leave a record. But not everyone knows that. And there's even a risk of if you if you do file a police report, it could aggravate the per- the abuser and the right. person can get even more upset. And who knows? I mean, you could, you, he, this person could probably kill you for doing something like that. So it's, I, I really do think that there's should be a bit more uh, resources for victims because sometimes, you know, um, we don't want to sit around and get battered one, two, three, four, five times before the law steps in because you could be killed on the second or third time or maybe yeah. even the first time. So it's, but it's definitely something that, um, you know, is developing. And I think everywhere all over the world, it's um, a situation that is very prevalent, but it's, um, it's a, it's a developing system when people just have to, um, well, this awareness needs to grow a lot more with people. That way, um, people can handle it in a um, in the best possible way. Yes, um, I want to mention one thing. In China, very often people treat it as domestic. It's not fighting. our business. Um, yeah, is it really good to send your neighbor to? to the court, mm. things like that. They have this kind of concerns and they don't report it. I hope the society can have this kind of awareness. If you see this kind of thing is going on, then probably you should, you know, you should report it to the police or the relevant authorities. It's part of your responsibility as a member of the society. Mm. And then there have been some suggestions from industry insiders, uh, that is lawyers, and they say, that uh, in the future, maybe we need to make this restraining order more detailed. For example, who is going to um, enforce this law? Is it going to be the court sending out staff to enforce this kind of safety protection order? Or is it the local police staff's responsibility to do that? And in terms of um, help from outside, is it the responsibility of the, say, uh, village community who is going to report it or what they need to do to help enforce this kind of order. And also they have uh, suggested that, say, a husband who repeatedly beat up his wife, maybe for this kind of people, there should be some sort of psychological counseling. Probably they need some sort of counseling to help and they need to let this person know. It's not just about a 10 days detention. It's going to be uh, more serious than that. And they should be this kind of different levels of treatment to different levels of domestic violence behaviors. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned 10 days of detention. I don't think that's enough time for anyone to rehabilitate from a situation and, uh, you know, even for people who are who abuse themselves by drinking, you know, too much alcohol, they need, you know, to go somewhere for several months to, you know, detox and to get um, education on the effects the alcohol is having on their system. I think that, um, you know, domestic violence is 
you know, caused normally by, you know, generations of abuse. So this person will definitely need some time to uh, rehabilitate by going in and getting education and training on what they're doing. And also, um, you know, since it is a criminal offense, this could also be one of the repercussions where they also have something on their, you know, their social uh, credit or some type of um, criminal charge will, um, will can impact them as well. And that will definitely make people think twice about, um, you know, attacking someone because then they have to think about themselves and how it'll affect them, their life. Because if there's no repercussions, then people kind of feel like they're free to do whatever they want. Yeah, after 10 days and I can get out and then I can Just do that again. Just go and again. do it again. I get yeah. angry and yeah, <laughs> for those 10 days. Yeah, I would beat you up even harder because you reported <laughs> right. me. Yeah, that is true. So what is the kind of punishment in your country, in the United States? You know, you seemed to be uh, kind of shocked and surprised to see that it's just a 10 days detention. Well, you know, it's in the States. Um, again, the, the paper trail is very important. If um, someone is, is beaten up uh, pretty badly, then, you know, they would go to court and then there would be a, uh, you know, a crime. And then it could be they would probably be put in jail. Mm. And it would they would be considered a criminal and it would be on their record and so it's a it's a it's an extreme situation. The problem is again, um do people report it, you know? Um in a lot of in a lot of cases people don't. So that's the thing, you know, if if someone reports the domestic violence and there's clear evidence that this person was beaten up, and of course if you have children or by innocent bystanders that can, you know, witness and, and give their consent, this person was in fact abused then, you know, this person will be cuffed and taken to, you know, jail. And But yes, it's um, having all of those um, factors lined up perfectly to execute this type of punishment is difficult. That's the problem. So yeah. it's, I, I think, you know, whether it's here or in China, it's still really hard to get the, per, you know, all, everything, all the factors lined up to where um, some type of um, justice can be carried out. So it's, this awareness, this campaign, if you will, needs to be, you know, put everywhere where a lot of people know what they should do in the case of domestic violence, because it's unfortunately happening everywhere.